0: Welcome to Freedom Cast, a podcast dedicated to interviewing star icons and entrepreneurs who have encouraged others to become more healthy and active. My name is Ashton, and it's my pleasure to host you as we take another trip through the fitness industry. It's entertaining and informative, and I hope it makes fitness more exciting and special to you in your own fitness journey. Freedom Cast is supported by Freedom Fitness Equipment in Charlotte, North Carolina. Freedom Fitness Equipment serves the health and fitness community nationwide from free weights and strength equipment for home gyms and studios to cardio and conditioning equipment for commercial spaces. Check them out at freedomfitnessequipment.com. Let's get rolling with today's show. All right, guys. So uh, welcome to FreedomCast. We're here with um, Rick from AIP Fitness. Yes, sir. Uh, In Huntersville, we're actually back at the uh, Olympus Gym here. Um, owner was gracious enough to let us do this again. So thanks for coming on the podcast, right? appreciate Rick. you
1: having me. Appreciate you having
0: me. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I did want to ask about, uh, the, so you were recommended to me by the owner here, but, yeah. um, I want to ask you about how you got started with personal training. You're absolutely gigantic, by the way. I'm just going to point this <laughs> out. So, um, but I'm sure you didn't start out that way. And no, I just, I'm curious about like the origin of, and starting this, this entire business because personal training is like personal trainers are a dime a dozen right. and i'm sure you're exceptional at it but it's really i'm sure it's really hard to get started in that field and be successful
1: most definitely um actually i was working in corporate working in corporate the
0: uh, hospital in healthcare food and nutrition
1: that's my major um in college food nutrition so that's how i did it um actually i was fighting this thing as far as like personal training people would ask me do you train i'm like no nah, i just love to work out well can you train me uh, i just want to work out like you know what i'm saying <laughs> Um, But as corporate went along, that wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be there. Entrepreneurship was my heart. So from there, I just grew clients, um, you know, one at a time, uh, through my work schedule, because I worked 12-hour shifts there. So uh, if you could imagine doing 12-hour shifts and then before work, training clients, after work, training clients just to build up clientele. So I can not just quit, but actually like have an escape plan so that was my escape plan to leave corporate build up my my uh, clientele and then leave so that was i'm in it, i'm in it now what seven almost seven years man full-time
0: entrepreneurship yeah yeah um how long so how many clients did you have starting out how did you even get the word out about oh i'm, I'm sorry tra- um, i know people were coming to you but why yeah. why were they coming to you about that uh just because i when we trained we trained at um we
1: trained at the local gym here fitness connection um, and when people worked out with me, it was about maybe literally 12 to 15 people working out with me when we worked out, you know, I was not charging anybody. I just love to work out people just, you know, the energy is contagious when people want to work out with you. So, um, from that point, man, um, I let them know that, okay, I'm doing this for real. I'm part-time now. I'm just building up my clientele and the word just went around that, okay, he's training. So, and then when I left the hospital, the floodgates just opened. Because my time was over, I had now I had 40 hours that was held up at the hospital. Now I got it. That's how that's how I grew, man. That's how I grew. Yeah.
0: What, was there any interest in personal training uh, when you were younger, so like going from a kid going all Not the way no. through college? Really? I just
1: played sports, man. Okay. I've been involved in basketball since I was eight years old. Football, uh, 14 years old and sports has always been my heart I always love sports bodybuilding I always respected that sport I had a, had a admiration for that sport of what they went through how their bodies looked their physiques looked especially old school body, bodybuilding I love that um but yeah not not personal training at all no nah, not at all maybe coaching a little sports here and there but not nah, not personal training
0: you mentioned bodybuilding are you do you specialize in that or is it just kind nah, of I,
1: I love the lift um i respect the hell out of bodybuilders though i do uh, for what they go through the dedication that they go through they put their body through i respect it man i i told myself when i turn 40 i might get into it You're 40? i'm 39 right now pretty, okay. yeah i'll be 40 next year I there's no way. yeah i'll be 40 i'll be 40 next year so i said i might challenge myself and, and do that yeah, yeah. Mm. Wow. why not you look great for almost Thanks. being 40, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate That's crazy.
0: It. So, how did you build this physique? Because, again, just to reiterate, you're gigantic. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't come through just sitting on the couch. Right, right. Well, I mean,
1: um, sports had a big deal with it. Um, like I said, I played football, went to college, um, rigorous training program. Actually, I had a female strength coach in college, Christina Alonji. So, she watches this. Shout out to Christina Alonji, Coach Alonji, one of the toughest strength coaches I ever had in my life. Tough. So she put us through a whole lot of stuff. She really broke down the body and anatomy, of body, not bodybuilding, sorry, but but strength training. Um, so with that being said, I cut that kind of trickled down, you know, from her, and then I just started a habit of, and then I got the mindset, man, of just I go hard anywhere. So it's not like you know, it's I'm gonna work out anywhere, you know what I'm saying? So um, I just want to be the best I can be, man, and then. Get that energy to my clients, man, or anybody that's around me, really. Yeah. Um, what's
0: your uh, what is your what is your particular training regimen look like during the week? Um, I, I switch it up a lot. I
1: switch up a lot. I think if you shock the body, um, for me anyway, my my body reacts to different things. So I might one day I might do high volume. Next I might do strength. Another day I might do total body. It just depends. It depends on what I'm doing, what time of the year it is. If I want to cut. Um, I take a lot of things from bodybuilding, from old school bodybuilders. In the split days, nowadays I can't do two days anymore, so I can only do one, <laughs> one day. I wish I could do twice a day, but I can only do one day. So I just, I'm here for like two and a half hours. So the the pace that I'm at is going, going, going. So I get my cardio with that, and then, um, you know, I split mine up into pull days, push days, two leg days. Mandatory, mandatory two leg days a week. Gotta hit legs. I still don't know why, to this day, a lot of guys don't like leg days, man. It's brutal. It's brutal, yeah. Yeah, it's brutal, but you know, you, you gotta have it for everything else to grow. Oh, yeah. You know, so I, I think once they get that and understand that, then they'll, they'll hit it more. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think people like skipping leg day because all, uh, generally people see outside the t shirt, like. All it's visible
1: muscles. It's visible muscles. They yeah. want to hit the chest and the arms and. You know, they'll put on a pair of pants, and I think <laughs> ladies going not look at that. But like I said, man, if you hit legs, please, gentlemen out there, if you're looking at this, they look at your legs. <laughs> hit legs, man.
0: You don't have little skinny chicken right, legs right, like most guys right, do. Right.
1: Right. Oh man,
0: that's really funny. Um, and so, what's your so what's your client base looking like these days? Um, I'm at account now, 50,
1: 50 plus. Plus, I got online clients. So I do online training too. I do online training and I do virtual training. Um, it's going good. It's going good, especially during the pandemic, um, that that really picked up. So I got clients, man, in Texas, Florida, California, um, UK, and um, talking with some in South Africa right now. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So I, I use the social media to my advantage, man. Like at the press of a button, people contact you. Um, so I that that has been a tool that I've used since the beginning of growing my business. So I get. I don't put out any um, ads. I don't put out any flyers. I just put out content. I lift my, my my workouts, my client workouts, their results, and that's it, man. I think well, if you put the work in, it shows through them, and it, and it shows that you're working. Okay, well he he's he's working every day or almost every damn day. Like, okay, let me let me, and they'll follow you. They might not say nothing at that time, but they'll they'll keep following you, following you, and like, okay, let me reach out to them. You know, so it's at a point where I got a waiting list of who I can, you know, who I can work with, and it's great because I can choose who I want to work with instead of somebody saying, "Okay, well, I'm gonna hire you." So I'm not about being hired. I'm about partnering with somebody and choosing who I want to work with if you're serious, because that that matters, man. That matters if you're serious or not, to me anyway. Mm.
0: It's much better if you have clients that you're willing to work with and are willing to work with you and are serious about exactly. training. Is it, um, are you finding that you're training more people uh, in terms of demographic, uh, you're more male than female? Or are you training more competitive lifters or is it uh, a good mix?
1: So it's always been more females. Okay. It's always been more females. Um, I train male, well, I, I still have male clientele, but I would say with well, my client base, it's probably 85% female. Yeah, 85% females. Guys will want tips and stuff like that. But the humble guys will come to you and really want to, you know, get trained. And that's those are the ones who you want to work with. You know, um, too many times, us guys, we got pride. So we don't want to get trained by people, you know, who have more wisdom than you, stuff like that. Because that's what it comes down to, wisdom and knowledge and experience. It's not about being a tough guy or anything like that. But the ones who can humble themselves and come to you and, you know, get that training, they come out smelling like a rose in the beginning and at, at the end, man, because they're looking great. And they're feeling great. Their body has changed. And their mentality has changed because you put them through so much stuff. And the thing with women, women will, man, women are so freaking tough, man. Like, <laughs> I love training women because you can put them literally through anything, man. They might take a break, but they, they're going to they're gonna run through a wall. And whatever you say, because they're going to trust you and they're going to believe you. Because once they see the results, maybe six weeks. Okay, eight weeks, ten weeks, oh, okay, well, I'm going to do what he said because he know what he's talking about. And the, their best interest, I'm looking out for them. You know what I'm saying? So I love it. I love I love training, period, man.
0: Are you putting the women through um, resistance training similar to what you're doing or? Everything. You're really they doing get, everything. They get right.
1: everything, man. They get circuit training, resistance training, weight training. Um, got them out there running, sprint, step master I do. Like I said, I switch it up. They don't know what they're doing when they come in. Um, I always, um, I might tell them some days what they have the next day, but other than that, show up, we're going to work, you know.
0: You mentioned uh, you've got some inspiration from bodybuilders, who in particular have you lo- kind of looked up to and f- kind of modeled after? Um,
1: the Oak of course, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, big fan of Surge, uh, big fan of Surge, and you know just the guys, the old school bodybuilders that are, um, Frank Colombo, um, that are just well proportioned, symmetry in their body. Um, for me, for being a guy my size, I that's what I, I like to model myself after. I don't want to necessarily be, just be huge. Like I want to be big and cut and defined at the same time. Um, you know, so I always I'm always doing research. Even now, um, from the old bodybuilding book, Encyclopedia Bodybuilding, um, and just taking stuff from there. I might tweak a little bit um, just to add some sauce for me. So because I like a pace. Cause some of those, that might be like five sets of 10. Yeah. Me, I like high volume. Yeah. I like high volume, so I like five sets of 30. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and no, 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 not at all. And the difference is with, with the way I work out, I like five sets of 30, but I lift heavy too. So it's not five sets of 30, say if it's shoulder press, it's not five sets of 30 with 50s. I'm going five sets of 30s with 75s, 80s, stuff like that. And that's the difference, how I keep my strength and I stay cut. So, um, is it brutal? Yeah, it's brutal as hell. But at the same time, um, that's, just, that's just the difference in me training. That's why a lot of people don't
0: work out with me. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm not that's sure many people can <laughs> keep up, dude.
1: Yeah, that's why a lot of people don't work out with me, man. I'm a little crazy, man. I'm a little crazy. Yeah.
0: And, and is that just a mentality you've just developed over time? You're just like, I'm going to get in here. I'm going to absolutely murder I've it. Always,
1: I've always been like that, man. I've always just do, um, just do extra. Um, just, work, just work harder than everybody else. Don't let nobody outwork you. That's been my mentality since freaking high school. You know what I'm saying? High school, college. Don't let nobody outwork you. You may not be the biggest, you may not be the fastest, but don't let nobody outwork you.
0: That'll get you way farther oh than guys God, that have most talent. Definitely. That's most uh, definitely. That's that. That's something else. Um, the oh, have you ever? Uh, have you ever competed in bodybuilding? Never, never. Okay, and you never. competed in any, any weightlifting sport? Never
1: did anything in weightlifting, never did anything in um, strength competition, anything like that. Um, they tell me, here, I should. I was going to say, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I never, like, to me, it's, okay, you're doing it for a trophy. At this point in my life, like, if it's not for a check, then I'm not going to do it. Let's be is one hundred I get hear, it. Yeah. If you want to do it for your trophy, that's on you. But me personally, if it's not for a check, then I'm not I'm not gonna do that. I need some motivation, man. Yeah, man. I need some motivation.
0: <laughs> well and in bodybuilding, I mean they're the checks they're handing out are not, no. not anything to say. You know? Yeah,
1: people don't really know that about bodybuilding. You put yourself through all that yeah. and at the end of the day you get that little check or you know, a respect to every like I said respect oh, to all yeah. bodybuilders. But to me it's just not it's not worth it. And plus with my time. That's a sport where you have to be a little selfish. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, with my yeah. clientele base I have now, I would be cheating my clients if I did that. You know what I'm saying? So that you have to be completely selfish with bodybuilding cuz that's a that's a tough sport, man. And uh to be like talking about from when you wake up to when you go to sleep, you're doing something in regards to that bodybuilder. So, uh it it has to have complete focus and I wouldn't be focused if I did that right now so
0: talk to me a little bit about the mentality in regards to uh, the business aspects of, of training and all that. so how have you been able to apply like the I'm going to outgrind everybody to the business side and how is that success or how is that developed for you?
1: Um, I think what separates me is that outworking people um, doing things okay, so when I first came in, I was like, okay well what are things that um, some people are not offering to, to clients that I can offer? All right, well, a lot of people are getting turned away that I'm hearing from people that want to work out at 5 a.m. in the morning, but trainers don't want to work out. I mean, train at that time in the morning, which means they got to get up at 4 o'clock to train at 5 o'clock. But, you know, you have some people that go to work at 7, 7.30. So if you make yourself accessible, now what you're doing is you, at five days a week, let say you have three clients or four clients that want to work out at that time, you've lost out on twenty sessions in a group or, you know, 20 times that you can train a person, now you lost that on that income, all you had to do was wake up at 4 o'clock, so that's why I said I'm going to, uh, at the hospital, that's why I started to get up at that time, 4 o'clock, yeah, I had to get up at 4 o'clock, train at 5, um, race downtown, because that's where the hospital was, I was there from 6 to 6, after that I did three more sessions at 7, 8, and 9, and um, you know, got home, showered up, ate, went to sleep, did it all over again. Now I did that for, I did that for about two years. I'm still doing it now, but I have kind of backed up a little bit because I've cemented my place of where like, I don't have to do that as much. Uh, Cause I was doing that seven days a week. Well, six, I'm sorry, six days a week. I would leave Sundays off, but uh, it was just separate yourself, man, what, what, what are you doing? What can you do that other people won't do? And the business aspect of it was like, okay, well, you're gonna miss out on income, if you don't get up an hour early, or if you don't get up two hours early, yeah. now you're making yourself accessible, accessible to other people. Now they're telling their networks, okay, well I have a trainer. Well he gets up at five. Well he gets up before he trains me at five, five o'clock. Okay, that's, that's that that people's wheels get going. Okay, well I, I go to work at seven thirty. Maybe he can train me because another trainer said they can't train me at that time. So that's where outworking people come. Well, you have to sacrifice some sleep. Yes, you will have to sacrifice some sleep, but you got to think of longevity. And that's my thing. I'm in this for the long end. I'm in, I'm in it for the money right now. I'm in it for, to be successful. And I've seen a lot of people that started about the same time I did, they're not doing this anymore. And that's why I'm in this thing for seven years because still, I still have the habits of when I did when I first started. And it's nothing to me to get up at 4. Last night I went to sleep at 12.30. I had to get up at 4 for a group. Train five people or six people this morning. But I, that's every day, though. That's five days a week I'm doing that. So it's a habit. No matter what time I go to bed, I'm up at 4 o'clock.
0: Do you happen to listen? Do you know a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk? Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 I just, Gary you, you're talking, like, exactly like he oh, yeah. talks, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Gary V. Yeah, yeah
1: I, I listen to a lot of that stuff, man, and, and those, I take those same principles um, from all those motivational speakers and people who really speak real talk. Yeah. Um, the other, the other bubble gum stuff, I don't really listen to because you know the real from the fake, and um, I just take those same principles, man, and it just apply to life. Supply to life. I went to A and T, which is the HBCU in Greensboro. So we there at the time that I went to school there, we didn't have the same amenities that these D one schools have, the big schools have, and stuff like that. So that too shaped my um, mentality and mindset okay, well, we don't have the best of everything, but we're gonna make it happen. Yeah. So that's what I think about life, man. You might not have the best of everything, but you just make something happen. And you know, instead of sitting around not doing anything, just make it happen, yeah. period. Yeah. Uh, so what does your facility look like today? Um, um I'm actually, I rent out space at a, um, my partner's gym, Beauty and Beast Fitness. Okay. Um, so during the pandemic, everything shut down. Yep. Cause I was operating out of another facility, um, shut down yeah yeah so then i was operating. same thing we had to go to virtual zoom so zoo had to go to zoom because everything was closed they closed all buildings up so all my clowns was on zoom i had some at the park i had some in parking lots had to keep it going just because something stops doesn't mean you stop business you got to keep you got to keep it going so during that time at the end of pandemic oh not during the middle i went to him and um just rent out space Kind of work for both of us because you know he was going through some you know when it shut down business was slow, so went over there and it's been we've been rocking ever since man ever since the pandemic's been going on, yeah jen has been full so beauty and beast fitness company if you ever in green uh Charlotte check it out
0: yeah uh, so you <coughs> now the personal training is, is so is it your facility as well as his and no it's it's all it's all him it's, it's all him right? I just I just rent space out okay I gotcha. just
1: rent space out and I bring people in uh my clients in. And um, you know, it's it's a it's a um it's a great gym, man. He's he he's grassroots, he built it up himself. Nice. He used to work at Fitness Connection. Oh, cool. He got um mixed up in some stuff as far as they they fired him or whatever, but yeah. he got his own gym, built it, you know, from the beginning and I respect that man. Yeah. So I just wanted to support him. I come over there instead of going to somebody else's gym, um, or either building my own. I'm not I'm not big on the name. I don't have to have a name. As long as I got to build some equipment so I can train my clients, that's all that matters to me, man. Yep. That's it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you – is the is the long-term goal for you to have um, your own training staff or do you always want it to be kind of a one-on-one touch? <laughs>
1: that, see, I go back and forth with that. I do want to have mentees, but my problem is I have to – I had to kind of dial back because I'm looking for somebody who's just like me. Not just like me, Pre-entive. but in the same mindset of like, okay, are you going to get up at this time in the morning? Are you going to grind like I grind? But I had to realize that everybody's not like that. But it's hard for me to, to do that because one day I do want to have my own facility and one day I would do want trainees under me. So I, because I'm not going to be doing this forever. I love what I do, but I'm not going to be training forever. That's not the end goal that I wanted. I wanted to have a gym and have people work in that gym with the same mentality that I have, kind of diverse, more diverse. Um, but it's just, I've had mentees in the past that train under me, um, and then they'll just fall by the wayside. And it's that's that's where I have to come to grips at, like, okay, well, everybody's not gonna be the same. Everybody's not got the same grind. Far and in between, is, it's just kind of hard to find that. Um, but, you know, for those that do want to, uh, they reach out to me, and most of them are out of state, man, so it's like, yeah yeah they're out of state man so it's because i I see i watch i watch they grind when they they reach out to me and talk to me man and um i just give them tips and whatnot and what to do and you know because you have to pass on that wisdom you can't keep it to yourself so everything i've went through the bumps the bruises of all these seven years and before that i let them know so they don't have to take those same turns and go through the same stuff that I went through. Um, and that's helped so many people, man. Like I've had, had so many trainers reach back out to me and be like, well, I appreciate this because I was going to do this, but what you told me is totally right. So um, yeah, some like, um, for example, if um, if you, for those out there that, that do want to have a personal training business, um, apartment buildings are great. Um, apartment buildings, because if you go to the property manager, and you present yourself in a in a professional manner, and you have a portfolio showing your results of what um, you can do and what you have done in the past. They're more adept to being like, okay, well, we're gonna hire you, we're not hire you, partner with you, um, partner with you, because it, it makes the apartment complex look great. Now they have a trainer on, on site. So what you're all in exchange for the uses of the machines, the uses of the property. So now you have two lo- one location. There's sister the locations you can go to and you just tell them okay well I want to train I'll, I'll train your uh, residents for one night out the week for uses of your property they're going to they're gonna do that because it makes the property look great because when they bring people through here and you're there they're going to be okay we have a personal trainer on site as well so that's just a little jewel that I've as I've gone through I, I tell people man you know what I'm saying but always be professional though. always be professional wherever you go yeah Brandon is big too Brandon wherever I'm at um, I have my logo on, um, clothing is more AIP fitness than anything. i rarely wear like a Nike tank top. I'm always in AIP fitness gear. Always. Yeah. You want people to know who you are? Always. Walking yeah. billboard. It's, yeah. up, it's advertising. Yeah. Anywhere you go is advertising. Not only are you advertising yourself by the way you look, but you're advertising your business. Cause nine times out of 10 people are not going to come up to you in public. So therefore I put my information on my back my um, phone number and my Instagram handle. Because they're not gonna come to you because one, they might be intimidated of you because of your size. Um, not if you're a lady, though. They'll probably come up to you if you're a lady. Um, but yeah, then I'll get, I, the creepy thing is I'll get home later. I just saw you in Walmart. Um, the, I'm, I, bro, I get it all the time, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, yo, like, that's why I put it on the back because I know people nine times out like of 10 they're not gonna talk to me. Um, so, yeah, I will put the stuff on the back, and then I will get a DM or a message later, or a text message asking, "Do I train? What am I
0: race?" Blah, blah, blah. So, free advertisement. Yeah. Yep. Um, who and how? How do you keep up on the business side? Like, who are you going to? Who are you listening to? You mentioned Gary, but um, to to kind of keep on top of and continue to advise people like that.
1: Um. Yeah, Gary V is one I, I listen to. Um, uh what's his name man uh i was listening to him the other day man uh he was i think it is because he was talking about he bought a helicopter no uh, he bought an air, air he bought a jet and he wrote off on his taxes i forget his name oh i know you're
0: talking about uh gosh uh, uh i was just watching him too yeah that's how i, I forget know he I you're right right, right. I know exactly yeah about. Um, but
1: he's great, great grand cardone yeah he's a real estate guy Real estate guy. So I like what I like to do, man, I like to listen to people that are not in the personal training. I like to listen to people with business. Okay. And different type of business ventures that they're doing. Yeah. Because it all it call, it all comes back and ties into life mm-hmm. and business and grinding and and, and uh, the purpose of what you know, what you what you you can do to get better. Mm-hmm. So I take little tidbits from everybody, man, like Forty Eight Laws of Power, um, the the Robert Kiyosaki, mm-hmm. all that stuff, man. And just anything positive, I'll, I I want to listen to it, and I want to somehow some some place is gonna fall into place during during life. So, um, yeah, anything with positive vibes, man, I'm, I'm all about. Because dealing with a bunch of um, personalities that I deal with on a daily basis, you got to be positive. You always got to be positive, man, because you can come in the morning and people are just waking up. Like it's four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, people are asleep. I have to be the one with the positive vibes. You know what I'm saying? So um, I carry a lot, but at the same time, I love what I do and it's not work to me. People ask me, you work all the time, man. Like, no, nah, I don't, I don't really work. I don't call it work. You know, I might, it may look like that because it's whatever, but I don't call it work. I used to work at the hospital when I was clocking in for somebody, yeah. But it's totally different now. It's totally different, I love it. I wouldn't change for anything, man.
0: I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I'm curious uh, if you've noticed, uh, forgive me if, if this question is too personal, but as a black businessman um, in a largely like white area, like upper financial area, have yeah. you noticed any differences in how you run businesses versus how other people run businesses or people are interacting with you? I'm not talking about necessarily racism or anything like that, but I'm right. just talking about like the way that you and people interact with you.
1: Um. I haven't seen it. Um, I mean, I've seen it in other areas, but me personally, no, because it, it all comes back to professionalism. Yeah. All comes back to professionalism. How you treat people. Um, if you treat people good, you treat people with respect. You're gonna, you're gonna be fine. Then that's the thing I tell, especially male trainers, be professional, because it's nine times out of ten you're gonna have a women client and you have to be respectable, you have to know, you know, what areas to talk about. Um, seriously, man, it's because it's it's, it's, it's we get a lot of, we have a bad rap. MailChimp's got a bad rap, and not all of us are like that. So I tell people, white, black, yellow, blue, treat people with respect. You know what I'm saying? No matter what your financial levels are, um, if you're good, you're good, and if you're professional, people going to want to work with you because I got I have all I have a diverse group of clients I got yeah I got white black hispanic it does it as long as you know what you're doing you're professional um, and it, it, during my consultations, I let no somebody know I don't ask personal questions but I ask questions to um, Know about your life without asking that question. So if they bring up the question, okay, I have a husband, I have a spouse. Okay, sure, bring your spouse to to the to, to the first uh, workout, and you know, let them see. I offer it, so it's not a thing of you have to hide it. I don't want you hiding anything. Like I'm, I want to meet who you who you with. I want to let them be comfortable with you coming in training because it's guys, um, and our spouses go to train with a guy, then they see me. They're like, oh, nice no <laughs> yeah that's that nice nah, no nah, we ain't doing that so it's saying that i lose so much business off of that just even before it starts because um, they'll go to the honey i got this trainer i'm just gonna start with oh let me see him go to the page go to my social media nah we're gonna find you somebody else without even meeting me without even knowing me and boom that's that's one potential client loss which is income loss um so that's that part. That's the bad part of business right there. So but you know, you gotta deal with it, man. Um what's for you is for you. And that's how that's how I rock, man. Yeah.
0: I think a really good strategy though, like, um I'm sure with any like you said, with females it's a little bit different dynamic, especially if they got boyfriends or right. or husbands, they're like, Oh, you know, he looks better than me and uh they're, you know they get su- I'm sure they the jealousy factor's got to be through yeah. the roof sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's a part of
1: business. I've yeah. I've dealt with it for the last what 8 9 years now um and like I said I try to make it comfortable as possible um for them so it won't be a situation for them for the female but and for the group you know for the spouse as well. So I think that's a that's the best thing you can do instead of um, cuz at the end if you don't you're going to end up losing. So, just might as well just put the olive branch out, let them know, okay, this is what we're offering. This is, You're more than likely, I mean, you're more than welcome to come if you want to. I think that sign of respect shown to the spouse will get you further than not doing it. So, yeah, that part.
0: That's a good way to run business, too. Yeah. Um, have you trained any D1 athletes yet? Or is I know that's your long term goal, but. Um, trained D1 athletes, trained. Uh,
1: Pro, um, I actually trained the NBA champion. Uh, shout out Brendan Haywood. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man, Haywood. Um, yeah, I trained Haywood a couple, not a couple years ago, about three, four years ago. Um, who else? A couple football players, high school. Uh, my son actually plays high school football. He's a freshman this year, um, so we're beefing him up and. Getting him ready, but I turn yeah, train high school football players, um, and I, I like I like training everybody, man, from athletes to house moms to whatever because I'm versatile. So I know what I've been through it. I've been through the football training. I've been I know what they need. Um, I've trained women most of my training career, so I know what they need. So it's nothing for me to for somebody to come to me and ask me. Well, do you train this type of way? You do this, so yeah, I can I can basically do it all without to my own horn. You know, i not
0: being overly confident, but I I do it all. Yeah. Um, what was your? Uh, I know you're working at the hospital, but coming out of co- what did you say your degree was coming out of college? Food and nutrition dietetics. Food nutrition. Okay, gotcha. Did you have any additional training cert- or certifications or anything that you you're trying to continuously um, like, keep up on? Uh,
1: I had NASM. I just did that to get started. Just to, uh, and I had to take in college. I had to take um, human anatomy, so I had to do the, the body anatomy of the body, um, which was a hard class, man. So skeletal system, um, the muscles in the body, the bone, man. That that was hard because you had to memorize everything, yo. So um, that also helps helps me out, which I didn't know at the time, because uh, I, I picked food nutrition because I, w- I was like, okay, well, let me see. I don't want to do. Um, history i don't want to do like teaching there's no money in that really let me okay what's something that somebody gonna need all the time food if you're never gonna run out of food then you can go into management you can go into whatever kind of service you're always gonna have food so um from that point i was like let me get food and nutrition and uh i played a little football afterwards after college and then i put in my resume um here in charlotte i was actually living in greensboro and shoot uh, Maybe a couple days later they called me in for an interview. I was like, damn, I ain't know it was gonna be that quick. I was saying, I, I wanted to chill a little bit, just a little bit, but nah, they they hired me um on the spot. Um, I negotiated my pay, which was the first time for them. Yeah, they didn't they didn't they wasn't expecting that. because um, they wanted me to be salary. And I'm like, uh, nah, I know I know how salary works. You're not you're not about to work me to death and I, I don't get paid for it. So yeah. So yeah, I um I negotiated that at the at the table, and they was really they was impressed by that. So yeah, um, I went to hourly instead of instead of salary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so, like
0: on nurses' pay, which right, is
1: right. Right. So um I mean it was, like the pay was good, but as I went along, um just you know my heart was in it, and I didn't like going to work anymore. Um, so I just knew it wasn't for me. So that's when, you know, it actually hit me in the shower one day. I was like, okay, you're not supposed to be doing this, you're supposed to be training. Oh, like, okay, well let me let me take this serious. Took it serious and then here, here
0: I am. Seven years later, man. Seven years later. The uh you mentioned you played a little football after college. Were you yeah. doing was I was it pro playing or? arena ball. I was playing arena ball. Um oh, really? I actually
1: went to uh, had a tryout with Buffalo Bills. Oh. Um, yeah, had a tryout with Buffalo Bills. No crap. I um, thought pro day, then play CFL. Um, then played arena ball. So I was in football for about two years. Because I actually left the hospital to go play arena ball down in Georgia. They gave me a leave of absence for a year. So I left. Um, got that out of my system. Uh, I was done with that. Um, yeah, I, I ain't played football no more after that. Yeah, because I, I didn't really, I didn't really love football. I just like to play, and I figured you know I got something in my tank. Let me go play, and yeah, I, I was done with. It. I can I can easily close that chapter and be done with it. I'm not one of those guys that be like, well, yeah, I played this back in the day. I did this. <laughs> nah, you won't never hear me talk about football. Yeah, I can't even watch football. I was telling my client this morning, I can't even watch a football game the same as a fan, because we've been we've been um, we've been programmed so much, like in college, of breaking down film. It's not, it's, it's enjoyable, but it's not, we don't watch it the same. Like, it's work, it's work. So, see, as soon as I, as it comes on, they break the huddle, I'm singing, okay, they're going trips right, tight end left, and, you know what I'm saying, you can't, like, you can't get it out of you because you, that's what it is because you've been programmed for four years of game film, film study, uh, football practice. So, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's, it is what it is, man. It's tough, but, you know. I can't. I can't casually enjoy it as a fan. It's what cool. position
0: were you playing? Uh, I played DN.
1: Played DN. Play yeah, loved it. Loved yeah. it. Loved it. Love wrestling with the fat boys. Um, I love every bit of it. That's what my son actually plays now. He plays nose tackle. He's um, he's gonna be way better than me. Um, but yeah, I loved it, man.
0: Loved A and T. Loved every minute of it. Yeah, no regrets. Yeah, arena football is. Uh, well, that's no joke too, because you're. Is, is it the field a little bit shorter? 50 and 50 yards. Okay.
1: 50 yards, yeah. 50 yards, the, the uh, field goal is narrower. Okay. It's narrow, um, and you play both ways. Say what? Play both ways. Okay, got gotcha. you. You play offense and defense. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so you're versatile. Play, okay. Yeah, you play offense, defense, because there's only uh 15 people on the team, maybe. Yeah, 15 to 20 people. Um, You either got to play special teams, defense, offense, or special teams, or all three so yeah you gotta be in shape man and i learned that i learned that the hard way in my first game oh man that shit, it kicked my butt man oh my god <laughs> oh my god i was so tired of that game man yeah it was it was fun though it was fun i had a good time man met a lot of good people man that's a good thing about sports just forging those relationships even with training even with business forming these relationships is, are essential man like you just meet so many good people man and Different people, and uh, that's what I like about. It. I like diversity. I like I like meeting different people, um, learning about your culture, learning about what you you know what you do on the daily, what your job is, and you know just um yeah the relationships are great. I love I love forming these relationships with people, man. Meet so many people is it's great. That's the thing. Like when I die, I want to how many people I affected. You know, what I'm saying that's that's my purpose on life. How many people did I affect before I left here? That's, that's period. It's not about me. I always tell people it's bigger than me. It's bigger than anything I got going on. AIP Fitness is a family, and that's the way I approach things. So.
0: Yeah, you're leaving behind a legacy that people are going to remember for exactly. a long time. Exactly. A long time. That's terrific. Um, so, um, uh, by, by the way, were all of those jobs – you said the hospitals in Charlotte. So, you've been in – how long have you been in Charlotte? I've then? been in Charlotte
1: since 2009. Okay. Yeah, 2009. Okay. Left to go to Georgia
0: for a year. Other than that, I've been here. Okay. Yeah. Were you. Um, so were you then... You said you left to go to Georgia, so you were raised in Charlotte as well? No, no, no. Raised, I was raised
1: in, born in Hampton, Virginia. My oh. mother uh, birthed me. We went right to New York. Wow. I was there until I was 13. Then I moved to Greensboro. Okay. Greensboro to Charlotte.
0: Okay. That was it. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. That's awesome. Um... Have uh, have you been able to meet anybody in the lifting? Or I ask this from time to time, like any any celebrities or real big big stars? You mentioned um, uh, it was Haywood. Haywood, hey, well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, anybody else that you've been able to either train or just meet in person? Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure I met some people, but I don't
1: I don't really get into like celebrity stuff like that. I met people in the hospital, man. I met, met Rick Flair in the hospital. I met, nice. Um, it's, it's a lot of people, man, especially in the hospital I worked yeah. in because people come in for surgeries, yep. and they call them VIP people, uh. VIPs. I, to, and to me, everybody's a VIP. Sure. And that's where I, I kind of like once, – once they started doing that, I was like, come on, man, like everybody's – and you're in the hospital, you're getting yeah. surgery, you're getting worked on. Yeah. Everybody's a very important person. Like that's thats just my mindset. Um, but I i don't know, a lot, a lot of people, man, um, sports people like Panthers um, – yeah, because the football players always came in for surgeries. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, shoulders, knees, uh, ankles, everything, yeah. So, yeah, they would have to get, get surgery in the hospital I was working
0: in. But, yeah, I met a lot of people, man, over time of the year. Uh, Is, uh, uh, so, uh, talk to me a little bit more about the um – uh, on the uh, just on the on the business side of things so you want to expand you want to eventually have guys that kind of have the same mentality but um is there anything that you've come across so far other than obviously like the the work and the grind that's really difficult that you've had to hurdle over and you weren't expecting going in say you talking to yourself when you were in your 20s and you're like watch out for x
1: mm, that's a good question um that's a good question um I, I take everything as a as a lesson. Um, let me see. What 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 really helped me um, in business was I did Primerica. I don't know if you had of Primerica before. The life insurance company and mutual funds company. So I did that right before I did. Um, I started my business. Um, that truly helped my business acumen a lot, uh, as far as like having consultations with people. Um, so sitting down with people at the table and at that time it was telling them about life insurance and how you can use it and what's it for, you know, the pros and the cons of it. And that, I brought that business acumen into personal training. So I think that helped me out, um, with weeding the right people out of my business, um, and getting the, the potential client that I wanted and that I wanted to train. Uh, so I think if I didn't have that, then there definitely would have been some hurdles to jump because then I would have been calling people, you know, where you at? Uh, you, you got a training session. So And that I never had to do, and I pride myself on never having to do that um, because, one, when people know you're serious, they're not going to waste your time, and they're not going to waste their time or money. And the rate that I charge, people don't want to waste their time or their money. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, And I don't negotiate prices, it is what it is because I know what I'm doing and I've been doing this for a while and I get results. So there's no negotiation, there's no flyers. And I'm not saying that to be like, okay, well, I'm high, but I'm saying that because I I love my craft and I put a lot into this craft. I'm getting up every morning at four o'clock and I'm working all day, all night. I'm not, I don't do three or four sessions a day. I'm doing eight to 10 to 11 a day. So I'm putting in work in this heat. So, um, but yeah, if I didn't if I didn't have that, I would definitely be jumping hurdles with weeding people out and not having the right the clientele that I want. Because when you get in this business, a lot of trainers where they make a mistake at. There'll be people that say, "Okay, well, I want to come train with you. Okay, come on, come on, come on uh, on this day. Okay, well, that day comes. Where you at?" I've blocked out this time for you, time is money. Time is money. Somebody else could have been in that spot. But when you have somebody who's really serious, you don't have to go through that. You don't have to call anybody. You don't pick up a phone. Um, The only thing you should be getting is a, um, okay, well, I can't make it today type thing. And I I have a rule with me as far as that. Um, Three times you're out for me. If If you miss three times on that third time, there's no need to come back no more. Respect, respectfully. Um, I understand life happens. That's number one. Life might happen again. That's number two. Come on, yo. Three. You, you're not. You're not really that serious. And I read body language well. Um, I can know during the sessions if you really want to be here or not. And um, I just love people who want to come to work. I understand that you know you're tired. Everybody's not gonna have the same mindset as me and going there and just go full force all the time. And Life happens, but at the same time we, we're here to do a job. And I'm here to do a job, whether you know it or not. I'm, I'm gonna do that job if you want to, because will be like it'll be 40 minutes left, and it will be like, because my session's 45 minutes. Oh uh, yeah, well that's it for today. Nah, I got I got five more minutes left. Damn, you want all your time? Don't? Yes, I need. I got five minutes left. Let's let's use all this time. Cause I'm just I'm just serious about what I do, man, and I just want the best for him. That's it.
0: I am curious then, how are you picking through the people that are coming to you? What, uh, what kinds of questions are you looking for? What kind of, you talk about body language, yeah. like demeanor, all that stuff. Like what, what's, what are your qualifiers? Um,
1: all right. So when people, um, when people, when I have that consultation, when I ask them, I ask them about um, what, what is their goal? Like what are you, what are you really trying to do? Uh, we have a casual just like we're having. That's how the, that's how the conversation is, and they'll tell me to let me know, and I'll let them know. Like, okay, well, is this short term, long term? Because I I require a three month commitment if you're gonna work with me, because that's really what time is to really get that change that you're looking for. Um, availability that's big, because I might not have a spot for you. Now, are you are you versatile? Are you acceptable to be in the group, or are you, do you looking for one on one? those that want to be in a group or or, you know it doesn't matter to them I know they want to work because they don't care they just want to get in and get to work Um, those that want the one-on-ones those are more the shy people and those are the ones who kind of like not confident yet to really work within a group and I totally understand that and respect that Um, but uh, like availability um, another big one is um, Uh, What's another big one? Uh, Availability. Talked about that one. I I would have to say, um, yeah, the time frame of of how long, if you're willing to go past that three months. Because I don't really want to hold anybody past. I don't want to hold anybody past like a year and a half. I don't think anybody should be training with you that long unless they just can't. I want to, as I train I teach, so I want you to take these, I want you to take these these lessons and this training and I want you to fly on your own after a while. Now there's some that's just not going to be able to do it because they need a trainer and uh, I get it. Um, but the ones that do want to come in and learn and kind of get on their own, I'm 100% with it. 100% with it. Yeah. Because once again it's not about the money, it's about the person. It's about the person. So and nine times i tell you you're going to get somebody from that person so it doesn't matter if you know let them fly let them fly let them flap their wings man because you're going to get somebody anyway from how they look and from how they how they change somebody in their family friends somebody in that network is going to want to work with you so it's all about building relationships man once they once they trust you you got them you got them for life yeah.
0: Well, in a year and a half in, so it sounds like you are trying to equip them with training principles. Oh, most definitely. That they can then apply anywhere, commercial most gym, definitely. personal training facility, wherever.
1: Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, and I think that's big, man. Yeah. Um, you're not just a trainer, you're a teacher. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, you let them know, okay, if you're doing the RDL, um, this is the way you do it. Too, okay, why do we do it this way? Good question. We do it this way because, okay, if you do it this way, you prevent this type of injury if you do it this way. You're gonna hit your hamstring, um, and this and this type of way. So and that goes with them. So when they travel or when they uh, and they're not with you and they gotta do a workout, they know. Okay, uh, let me fix this because Rick said do it this way. Oh, I feel it. I see the difference. So that's what I want them to you know take from what we do. You know, during the time they might be tired and they might be sweating and all that stuff, but they'll always remember in the back of their head why they're doing it you know just not do it yep. i'm not the type to just write on the board and be like okay well this is what you got now i'm there in your face and we we're working i'm telling you what we're doing yeah
0: it's in the crossfit workout where they t- right <laughs> right the uh <laughs> right. <laughs> sorry not the match crossfit right <laughs> um so and then from a like a sets and a rep scheme oh. are you also telling them Based on what your goal is, this is how you kind of want to orient your training style. And, right, okay. right. And now, if we're, if we're in a group, everybody's doing the same thing, uh,
1: except for weight wise. So yeah. We're, we're going to change the weight a little bit. But if they, I try to group up the ladies that are strength in the strength same category, y'all are going to be the same. My guys, uh, with it, the, they're in that group. I group them up, and they're going to do the same weight. Um, but as far as like rep set, everybody's doing the same thing. So if if the ladies got thirty reps, the guys got thirty reps. If the guys got forty, the ladies got forty. All across the board. It's it's. I don't believe in no. We're not doing none of that. Like you are you, gonna work just like he working. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I think that builds that one that builds competitiveness. Yep. Um, that goes, which goes back to sports and life. Um, and this you don't want to get out of work. You don't want to be embarrassed. So you're gonna work. So um it, it it gives good sessions man i'll tell you that yeah. good good sessions yo yeah man <laughs> you gotta come check one out one day <laughs> for sure yeah are you recording all these two uh um, oh yeah yeah, yeah i don't sessions? record every session okay.
0: but um if you look on my page you, you you can see
1: uh the word that they put in yeah uh
0: and then for the one-on-one consultations um how are you how are you teaching them about programming like tactically so uh for me, for example, so if I'm oriented more towards, say, powerlifting, yeah. I'm doing squat bench deadlift more with you. Right. Are you telling them you want to, you know, go more for a lower rep scheme and that kind of thing or or how how are you equipping them with tools? Like are you referring to different pieces of literature and stuff that they can look up as well? well same
1: or? same thing you just said. Like if you're doing a certain type of move or a certain type of event. This is what we're doing it for. This is why we're doing it. Yes. Same way I'm breaking down, like I just told you, for, for the other one, I'm, I'm telling them the same way. Um, the reason why we're doing it and, you know, why we have to do it. So, yeah, I, I break it down just like that. Just exactly what you just said. Yep.
0: And then from a training methodology, uh, I know you said you, you model yourself a lot after bodybuilding, but um, is there anything that you're doing? Uh, as a trainer, t- uh, from an educational perspective to kind of keep up on, uh, there's always a new training method, obviously, and I yeah. know you've got your bases, but um, like keeping up on whatever the latest uh, scientific research is on certain things, or, right. or are you just kind of absorbing from different things you're listening to a podcast, or, or what um, is it? A little
1: bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah, I can be in a Barnes & Noble. If I see a book about core, I'm going to buy that book about core, because there's something in that book that I don't know. Yeah. Um, and if there's something that, because I don't know at all, um, obviously I'm gonna do my research on it, because I want to always learn in my craft, and uh, you know, because I I might get questions about, especially dealing with ladies. Okay, why well, do I get my stomach down more? Like, what am I doing with this? So, what do I need to fix? So, okay, I'm, I'm gonna like, I had, for example, um, have a client today, well, yesterday. She has her stomach. Everything is coming in line. Arms, uh, legs, uh, shoulders. Everything's popping, Um, but her stomach is staying bloated a little bit. Um, Come to find out, it's birth control. Uh Birth control that she's taking is making her stomach bloat. So all the, so my challenge is okay. Like, how can I, if if it's possible, what can I do? to get that down now now i got horn to do which i love okay like maybe it's something i can't do because it's, it's hormonal and i just can't do anything about it. it's birth control like what am i gonna do yeah. but i'm a damn i'm gonna try my damnness to find out and 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 work around this problem that she's having because like i said everything's coming in line but that and that's what she found out the other day it's her birth control that she's taking so i'm like okay well good i got homework to do that gives me another challenge and i like challenges so, I'm just going to see if there's anything I can do. Like I said, I might not be able to do nothing about it, but I'm, I'm a damn sure I try. I'm going to try.
0: Yeah. I'm sure they super appreciate that because I, I figure most personal trainers are not even going to – I figure most personal trainers just in general are not doing any sort of continuing ed or keeping up their skill set. It's
1: it complacency. Yeah. They get complacent. Um, they get comfortable within that situation that they're in, um, and they just want to do the – the basics and okay well okay I, I did that i don't need to do anything else i'm good i got this education but why not keep educating yourself um like i said you deal dealing with all type of people you deal with all type of people diverse backgrounds why wouldn't you want to know some other things that can help other people out and it's, it's only going to help you if you retain that information so why not
0: and I've talked to a couple other personal trainers who say, depending on your background, and I know you have a food nutrition background, you can or can't recommend certain things from a meal planning perspective. Right. Are you integrating that as well, or are you just focusing exclusively on personal training? I,
1: now I used to do the meal the yeah. meal prep and the meal training, I mean the meal stuff, but I just now focus on personal training okay. um, <laughs> because it got, it got too overwhelming for me. Uh-huh. Um, one, with the amount of uh, clients that I have. Uh, so now I just point them in the direction of a nutritionist that I know, uh, which kind of is great for her because I get I get to draw her business, um, and also meal prep. And I know people for meal prep. So now I'm just getting people who I trust to deal with my clients, and that keeps the load off of me, where I could just solely focus on this. Yeah. So and that's what I would have if I was you know in the future of my building is to have a nutritionist on site, is to have a meal prep person on site, so we don't have to go to you know circle around charlotte to get their stuff everything is in house so once i get that done get some mentees under my under my belt then the sky's the limit after that
0: yeah well and knowing your personality your nutritionist is going to be yeah on point most definitely
1: (laughs) most definitely no choice (laughs) that'll be terrific
0: uh where can people find you if they want personal training and then also social and websites and all that uh
1: rick lewis is my name um you can find me on ig at Mister. AIP fitness and aip stands for anything is possible um uh, my phone numbers everything email is on that site so once again instagram at Mister. AIP fitness uh, do you have a website or is it all through instagram it's right everything's now? on social media everything's on instagram yeah right. yeah got everything linked up there Instagram's amazing that Social way. Social media is a move, man. Yeah. If you use it correctly, man, it's a powerful tool. Oh yeah, powerful tool. Yeah. Powerful. You're at the touch of a button, you're yeah. talking to somebody in Africa, yep. UK. It's crazy. It's crazy. It still blows my mind.
0: Well, the advantage, like you said, is you can actually see if they're serious about what they're doing. Facts. You know, um, especially with online, I'm sure that's hard to determine without seeing them.
1: Yeah. Well, I do virtual training, so it's yeah. um. It's, it's set up just like a one-on-one training. Yeah. Well, they're actually, they, they had their stuff up like that. I have my phone in front of my face. They're training right here. And I'm talking to them through their ear pod and we're training. That's awesome. That's crazy, man. That's yeah. that's that, that still blows my mind. I love it, man.
0: <laughs> I love it. Technology is great. People, pro- I, I'm curious if people would have, do you think people were all about that even a few years ago, like doing the virtual stuff as nah, much? I think the pandemic
1: and, and COVID really forced people to think outside the box. Yeah. I think the ones who didn't think outside the box got left left behind. Because um, you had to act fast. You had to act fast because, one, people were freaking out because they didn't want to be around people. Um, there, you're going to lose your motivation. You're gonna, your clients are going to lose the motivation to work out. So you lose your clients, you lose your business. So you had to think outside, okay, what can I do to keep my clients who don't want to be around people motivated? Okay, well, this is what I got to do, da, da 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 So what I did, I... Um, I treated just like a regular day. I got out of my bed at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, we did Zoom group. Um, there was five, six people up there. Every block, every hour, I did a session. Even if it was a one-on-one, it was. A, I did it right in my living room, man. Right in my living room. Um, you just gotta make a way out of nowhere. So, uh, you know, once it, kind of pushed back, and once the mask mandate went out, uh, we got back to business, so then we moved out to parks. We go out to a park, um, I did it in my parking lot, um, set up cones, set up, cause I keep equipment in the trunk. Uh, yeah, you gotta be ready for everything, man, so, um, and then once that happened,
0: we went to the into the gym, and we've been rocking ever since. Yep. You're, uh, this is really enlightening. I'm super impressed you, with everything it. that you put together. Um, I think you've got the kind of drive that is uncommon, particularly in personal training circles. So, thank you. appreciate um, that. Big up for for you. Um, I appreciate you coming by, and oh, yeah. uh, I'll be sure to recommend people check uh, Rick out at AIP Fitness, uh, especially if you're local in Charlotte. But even if you're not, uh, hit uh, hit him up on Instagram for uh, virtual training and online consultations. Yes, so, yes, sir. thank you so much for stopping appreciate by, brother. You, man. Appreciate, I appreciate you.
1: Appreciate it. Yes, Good sir.
0: Yeah. All righty, guys.